Thanks for joining us through the Crossbridge Podcast. We hope this message speaks to you wherever you may be on your spiritual journey and helps you take your next step of growth in your relationship with Jesus. For more information about Crossbridge or to speak with one of our ministry team members, please visit crossbridge.church. Merry Christmas, everyone. Welcome to that anticipated and exciting day that I know we've been looking forward to for a really long time. So how's your Christmas starting off so far? You know, if you've been here at Crossbridge this Christmas season, we've been talking about the things that fill our Christmases. So what's filling your Christmas this morning? For some of you, it may be filled with, well, a little bit of tiredness. Do you have those kids that got you up like a really uncomfortable hour of the day? And maybe you're still kind of exhausted, kind of rubbing your head, trying to get the coffee into your system. <laughs> maybe you're filled with a little bit of distractions. Did I preheat the oven? Oh, wait, time. what time is Aunt Judy coming over? Oh, did I get the gluten-free flour for the pie? Some of you, you're filled with some eagerness. I know because I have kids. And kids, if you're sitting here watching this, I know you're like, hey, preacher man, hurried up. I got some new toys to play with. And my parents said, I can't touch them until you're done. So chip chop, let's make it happen, Cap'n. I get that. I'll try to go quicker. Others of you are just filled with peace. You're sitting in your comfy, maybe lazy boy or on your couch and you got the day off and you're surrounded by people you love and there's just a deep peace settling over you. For others of you, you're filled with some joy. You've been up since 4.30 this morning waiting for this day and you're basically Buddy the Elf running around nonstop. Just wait till the sugar crash hits you. And yeah, for others of you, it's been filled with a little bit of disappointment this Christmas. I mean, you knew you were bad, but to actually get coal in your stocking? Uh, you didn't think you were a coal in your stocking bad. Hey, whatever it is that's filled your Christmas so far, I'm really glad that you're here today. I want to take some time and really talk about what this day is all about and what I pray fills it. You see, of all the presents and packages, boxes and bags that surround us, all the meals that we can have, the family that gathers around, the friends that have joined us, there's something about this day that makes it no ordinary day. It's a day unlike any others. It's a day worth celebrating and remembering. And that's because of what happened on this day over 2,000 years ago. And the central feature of what this day is all about is what I pray we will spend time on this Christmas morning remembering. It's a simple truth, but it's a profound truth, a life-changing truth. It's only four words long if you break it down, but it's important for all of us on this Christmas day. We know really clearly what the message is because in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, the angel Gabriel comes to Joseph and shares with him that he's going to be the earthly father of the Savior of the world, that they will name him Jesus. But then in Matthew 1, 23, it says this, that she will give birth to a son and he will be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God is with us. Four simple words. They are clear and straightforward they are powerful and profound. They are simple and yet life-changing. And that is truly the reason for the season, the reason that we've gathered here today for a moment like this, to remember that a Savior has been born for us, that God himself is with us. And I don't want us to miss out on what this means, so I want to take some time and talk about what does it mean that God is with us? Because if you get that, you get the crux of what Christmas is all about. And you could fill your Christmas with that truth this day. So the first thing you start with is that God is with us. 
like God, God, the God of the universe, the creator, the sustainer, the one who brings everything together, the one who speaks life into existence and creation of everything that we see. It's all because of him. It's all due to him. All that power, all that majesty, and all that might. And at Christmas time, remember that that God, he came to us. And what an incredible truth that is if you were to stop and think about it just for a moment. That the God of heaven and earth, of all creation, of all might and majesty and power, he comes to be born as a little baby (laughs) to parents, a teenage mom, and an average Joe literally dad. His first visitors are a bunch of social outcasts known as shepherds. That those little hands that reached out, not from a bed, but from a manger, are the very same hands and fingers that once measured the expanse of the universe. This is not nearly as shocking to us as I believe that it should be, that God would come in such a way. So, of course, it begs the question, why? Why would Jesus come this way? Why would God come this way? Why not come and display his power and his majesty and his might? The interesting thing is, if you want to take a look during this Christmas break through the Old Testament, just Google it. Google all the times God appeared to people in the Old Testament and see what that was like. It was actually a pretty terrifying experience. Just check out Abraham, who, when the Lord came before him as a smoking, fiery cauldron, or when he led the people of Israel through the wilderness as a pillar of fire in a smoky cloud, or for Job, when he appeared to him as a whirlwind or a tornado, maybe even a hurricane. We have a hard time understanding exactly what the word means, but something ferocious in a storm. When Moses said, God, could I just see your face? God said, nope. No one can see my face and live, but I'll let you see my back or where I once was, where my glory once inhabited. This idea of God coming in the Old Testament was a terrifying experience. And so sometimes we look at that moment, we say, why would God ever come as a helpless little tiny baby? Well, that's the point, isn't it? You can approach a baby. You can come near a baby. You can hold it and cuddle it and swaddle it. And that's precisely the point. That's why God came the way that he did at Christmas, to remove every available barrier that keeps us from him, to show us that he came near to us and that there's no reason for fear because God, God himself is near. It reminds me of one of my favorite moments of Christmas time when my kids were a little younger. I loved watching them open the toys that we had presented for them. And I loved when Anna would open up little dolls and little creative art sets and little tea sets. And Amos, when he would have his little trucks and his action figures. And one of my favorite things as a dad in those moments was seeing them tear open these presents and then getting down on the floor with them and playing around. Getting off my couch or off my chair, just sitting on the floor. There was something about drawing near to them. There was something about getting on their level. And that's really what happened at Christmas time. That God left heaven and earth, the sinless perfection of heaven, all the adoration of the angels. He says in John 1.14 that he put on flesh and blood and he moved into our neighborhood. What a beautiful picture of a God who draws near. He is God is with us. But he's also God is with us. It's intriguing for us. I pray you stop for just a minute. And remember what that means, not God was with us or God will be with us, even though that's true. But right now in this very moment, God is with you. If you're anything like me, sometimes Christmas brings up a little what I call uh, 
good old days-itis. <laughs> this condition that makes us sometimes look back to, oh, remember the good old days? And maybe even this Christmas you've experienced that. Maybe you've even thought, you know, I know God was with me back in the day when the economy was better, when my family wasn't such a mess, when I was a little more cleaned up and I didn't go through the struggles I did. Or maybe you've looked forward and say, maybe God will be with me one day. You know, when I get things figured out or when I find that spouse and get that family, have the white picket fence and the house and the dog and the job and the promotion. But, now, friends, the reality is that it's not God was with us or God will be with us, but right now, in this very moment, God is with you. How should that impact what it is that you're dealing with right here and right now? If you were to really accept the reality that God is with you on this Christmas day, where you are, I pray that that would change a lot of things with us because I know for many of us, we've been kind of hammered by some challenging situations this year. Maybe some financial situations, relationship ones, things in our job with our friends. And some of you even wondered silently in your heart, does God even care? <laughs> My friends, the answer at Christmas is an undeniable yes. Of course he cares. And we can know that because of this, because he is God is with us. God being with us is that answer to the question, if you care. It's his way of saying, you're not forgotten. You're not abandoned. You are never alone. I am here to be God is with you. For those of you who are alone and you get a little concerned when you see other people load up their minivans and go to their family gatherings and you've kind of wondered, when is it my turn? And you're wondering if you're ever going to be with someone or you'll always be alone. God looks to us at this season and says, I am with you. Even in those moments where you feel alone, he is with us in those moments of infertility and that miscarriage. You've thought that this was going to be the Christmas where we're going to gather around the tree with a brand new little one, but that didn't happen. God is with you, my friend. God is with us when we deal with those terrible diagnoses. And you wonder if you're even going to live to see Christmas 2023. My friends, God is with you. God is with those of us who have had challenging family situations. And now there's an ex and there's custody battles. My friends, God is with you even in those challenging family situations. God's with us. Those of us like me, who this Christmas, we're going to be sitting around a table and there's going to be an empty chair where once someone we loved so dearly sat. God is with us, my friends. He is with you. It's his reminder at Christmas time that you are never alone, you are never abandoned, you are never forsaken because God is with, and God is with us, all of us. And I know if you're Again, like me, that sometimes we have those moments you think, hey, if God were going to come, if he was going to be present with us, I'm sure that he would choose someone that's a little bit more deserving than me. You know, the upper echelon, the top crust, those people who live fine and fancy lives. But if you've ever felt that way, can I remind you again of who God chose to come to on that first Christmas? Again, he, came to choose, he chose to come to a teenage mother and a carpenter father, and again, to a bunch of lowly outcast shepherds. This is our reminder, as we said a few weeks ago, that it's not good news for good people, it's good news for all people. And you are the all people that he's talking about. That no one's excluded, no one's voted off the island, no one gets cut. That for all who would choose to receive him, that for all who would come to know him by name, who would come and accept that gracious invitation, that's who a Savior has come for. He's come for us, for all of us. 
you and me included. I was thinking about this on this Christmas morning and what does it mean for the rest of this day? And I pray that today as you kind of soak it all in, that reminder that God is with us, that that fills you with hope, that hope we've been talking about this Christmas season. That reminder that God, the very God of the universe, of all might and majesty and power, removed all obstacles. Why? To be with you in this present moment right here and right now. The sad reality is, in just a little bit, a few days, the cleanup will begin. Lights will start coming down. Trees will have to be thrown out. Eggnog will be on sale for half price. December's generosity will become January's payments, and size 36 pants will be exchanged for size 40. That's what happens at Christmas time. Though even though many of those things are true, I would love for us just for a moment to revel in this truth, that a Savior has been born for me and you, that God is with us. Emmanuel has come. I wonder what would happen if we reveled in that just for a few more moments then I wonder what would happen if we lived this Christmas truth out, not just in December, but in January, in February, in March, if God gives us that time. What if you remembered that God is with you, even in the days yet to come? One of my favorite Christmas songs says it best. It says, let every heart prepare him room. I would invite you to do that this Christmas day. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you're doing, who's gathered around you, if there's family and friends, or it's just you or a couple of you. But in just a moment, I'd love for you to do that. Spend some time preparing your heart for him. Make room in your heart for Jesus. You don't have to have got him a gift. That's okay. If you forgot, it's, he's okay. He didn't need a gift anyways. But what he desires is that moment with you, some time with you, because he is there with you. I thought about that as I'm sitting here next to an empty seat Sometimes the best way that I remember it at Christmas time, the fact that he's Emmanuel, God is with us, is I imagine him sitting right here beside me. And what would I do in that moment if the Savior of the world who had come, the God of all majesty and might, was present with me right here and right now? And then I remember he is. And so in those moments, what I found myself doing is I've just said, thank you, Lord. Thank you for coming. And that's the greatest gift that truly we could give him, our thanks, our gratitude, and our worship to give him our heart for leaving heaven and coming to earth to be with us, to be God is with us. So in just a moment, we're going to pray. My prayer for you is that you will prepare your heart for him, make room in your heart for him. And on this Christmas, experience the truth that is the simple, powerful, profound message of Christmas, that God is with us. Would you pray with me today? Lord, we thank you for what this day is all about that we remember that you have left heaven and come to earth for each and every one of us. And so, Father, around living rooms and tables, maybe even on flights in the airport as we're trying to get somewhere or in cars, driving to see family and friends, however it is that we're joining in worship of our Savior today, I pray that you will find hearts that prepare room for you this day. May we not get so distracted by the presents and packages, the boxes and bags, the family gatherings, maybe even some slight argument over who gets the last slice of pie in all of those moments. May we choose to remember the truth, the truth that you are with us. And so wherever you are, right here and right now, just in this moment, would you express your gratitude and your worship to the Savior who has come for you? 
Thank you for joining you. Thank you for the reason that we get to celebrate today. Thank you for the hope and the love and the joy and the peace he gives. Spend just a moment in wonder and awe of the Savior who has come for you on this Christmas day. Lord Jesus, thank you for being our Savior. We worship you, we praise you for all the blessings that we receive, for all the hardships that you carry us through, for all the hope in the days to come. We give you all glory and honor and praise. It's in your name, Jesus, the name of our Savior, we ask it. Amen and amen. My friends, may you have the greatest Christmas of all time. And may you remember that Emmanuel, God is with us, has come for you. Thanks again for joining us for the Crossbridge Podcast. The mission of Crossbridge is to lead others into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. And we'd love to partner with you on your spiritual journey. So please let us know how we can come alongside you and support you and pray for you by visiting crossbridge.church.